Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over gloves together for Tooth Life, Irene and Katrina, the wine genist. Welcome back, hey, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, peeps, with your peeps, Irene, and the lovely firecracker, Katrina. Oh, oh there she is, Miss America. <laughs> Miss America. How are you, lovely, lovely friend? Oh my gosh, I'm good. I'm just living my best uh, best life here in beautiful, sunny Phoenix, Arizona. My heart is a little sad that you're not here after you Voices know. of Dentistry. It was so delightful having you here. So You know, well, you, you know, know, you'll have me back soon because I'll be in Arizona in a few weeks delivering a program, as my friend Katrina says it, for AZ Perio. Oh, wonderful. That's yes. so good. AZ uh, Perio is going to love having you. Yes. Well, I was supposed to do one before, but they yeah. went to virtual. So I did a virtual. And mm-hmm. I think you were. I remember. I you were in. there. You tuned in near the end and you I did tuned tune in. in. I saw you tune in and I gave you a shout out. And then all of your friends yeah. were like, oh my God, you know, Tooth Life Rune. You're like, there, we have a podcast. They're like, there's a they podcast. They thought it was cool that I knew who you were. And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, like you guys we have, know a I have a podcast together. Like, we basically <laughs> have birthed a baby together. How do you not know that we know each other? Like, we're on <sighs> each other's stories weekly like <laughs> like all the time like I all know. the time like i tag you in everything you're like you're like my version of sriracha sauce like i put that shit on oh everything oh my gosh i love that that's so yeah. kind of you to say i'm gonna make I a t-shirt for next vod that has a picture of you and it says i put this shit on everything coming out yeah <laughs> you like looking over it that's gonna be that's gonna be the the oh. thing so i was I at i was uh in boston last week at yankee yes i'm glad you're safe and back in canada after i know that happened. there was like, like a crazy, crazy storm my flight got canceled i like booted out of there right after my lecture like i was hoping to stay and like listen to some stuff but i but you know weather yeah. weather um weather and uh so fun fun fact uh, there was a couple of fans that were listeners that were at my lecture it's like a group of like six dental hygienists that are local to the boston area so i walked into the room like at the beginning to do my mic whatever mic check sound check and they were in there at the beginning it was was really cute but like you know i was just trying to get my stuff ready and then i'm not yeah yeah, i'm not like you know bombing it and then at the because it was like my first kind of big live thing i guess it wasn't my Mm -hmm. first my new york was my first but whatever it was Mm -hmm. like it was yankee it's a big deal because there's scouts like scouts came and you know you want to be on your best behavior yeah your best self holding in your farts making sure yeah (laughs) exactly i didn't i mean we don't eat anything before we go on stage luckily it was a morning it was a morning uh thing um and i would didn't faint but anyways the group of six came up at the end as people do like ask questions and stuff and um they all listen to the podcast so if you're if you're listening peeps from from yankee from boston snaps um, to those peeps thank you for listening and i was like wow like you're you download like i guess it's still funny that people listen to us on the radio as my mom calls it um, on the radio and oh, then you meet them in so real sweet. life she says she listens she listens to us on the radio in the car because her phone connects Hi, to mom. bluetooth 
<laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so hello to the peeps from, from Boston. We appreciate that's you. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's so yeah. cool. Like we, and, and you're so right because it's what people don't realize in the behind the scenes is that it's like you and I just sitting here like, literally in our and, living like, room line and whatever, like, Mur. yeah, you know, so it's like nice to know that people like care Listen. about. I know we have to we say. love you we do it's I love amazing it. and and it, and like I don't know what you're like when you meet someone for the first time but like I go into like anxiety mode I'm like oh my god thank you I hope I'm not an idiot in real life totally um, totally or they're like <laughs> so this happened um I was at a dental conference and these a couple of people like came up to me and I I'm like obviously I'm not a big deal but they were like oh my gosh you're you're the dental wine genist you know and I'm like hi hello like I, I'm just a person you know what I mean like hello but my sister was with me and they're like oh my gosh you're her sister I know who you are and they, like, they're going on and on and on because they've seen her on social media and all of this you know and my sister's just like whoa and it's I, it's I so do sweet feet. But, I do feet thanks <laughs> right exactly yeah she's like I'm on the other end of the body but it's just it's it's really like amazing to know that the things that you know, you do, you put on social media, the things that you share that it resonates with people. And sometimes when you're looking at analytics of just like the number of likes you, you, you know, it's, it's, it's nice yeah. to actually see those people and go oh, in real oh, life. Wow. Like, yeah, I'm so glad that what I said resonated with you and you know, that, that you built a tribe. So I, I love that. Go and I, I just tribe. so much love. Woo. And I think it's just so appropriate that we're sharing the love for mm -hmm. our amazing listeners, viewers at home, as I like to say, because yes. just uh, right around the corner, Irene, is Valentine's Day, the day of love. So and people I'm just will so, be kissing. People, they will. They will and be spreading people have karyogenic millions bacteria. And millions of bacteria. <laughs> the lactobacilli 20, 20 will million. be million thousand sucrose into lactic yep. acid to allow for the propagation of a karyogenic event. Yeah. Uh, but and just seriously building at, at the variety of stages of biofilm, like leading right. into like colonization yes. of that stuff that just the like migrates throughout right. the entire body and the mouth, which brings us yeah. into our lovely, lovely sponsor for this episode. Yes. A friend of yours, actually. Yes. Dr. B. Dr. B. Yes, Dr. B. He's wonderful. And I, you know, it's so I've been working with him for quite a while. Uh, as you know, uh, I work in a, a perio practice where we do see, in you fact, do? Uh, this, this we see a lot of perio. This morning, I got uh, called in to uh, see a patient actually where we were um, doing all on four uh, uh, hybrid removals and mm. then, you know, cleansing the, the hybrid device, of course, and then cleansing around the implant supported structures and then of course reseeding it and we do that with our particularly in a perio practice we do that at least once a year mm. um and it's like so what do you do to clean that hybrid and this is where it's been a game changer for us because we have so many patients that are in these hybrids that we've got them on dr b's uh, dental product line which is really wonderful hmm. um you know, it's when we talk about denture care or really any kind of dental appliance care, um, it's really kind of amazing to to see like what what the actual need is for not just talking about cleaning the gum tissues and cleaning the teeth, but cleaning the actual appliance itself. Yeah. Um, some kind of interesting data, by the way. Um, over forty million Americans are completely edentulous. That's so crazy. And about 120 million 
are partially edentulous. Wow. And of course, as we continue to see life expectancy 40 increasing, million people in the United States are edentulous. And what was the other yes. one? 120, 120 million? million are partially edentulous. So there's edentulous. like on average, I think currently or based on the 2020 stats, there's 329.5 million people living in the United States. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a lot. That's so a, like that's, that's a half like of our I mean a little less. Population. That's like thirty seven percent of the population is partially edentulous. Isn't that insane? So they're wearing these devices, and of course, like I I mean I know I'm wow. preaching to the choir, but like when we see patients that are oftentimes either partially or certainly completely edentulous, oftentimes we're seeing these individuals having different types of comorbidities, right? Right. Unfortunately, in many cases, those comorbidities were contributory factors as to why they lost part of their dentition or all of their dentition. Yeah. Um, and when they lose their teeth, we understand that they lose function around eating healthy, nutritious foods. And so that cycle continues. I was just reviewing yeah. a case today about that. The patient has their two maxillary canines. That's it. And they're currently in a almost full denture, right? But they're in a, right. a partial denture situation. And it's like, and then their lower arch, they've got these Hail Mary bridges that are like yeah. six teeth across. And it's like, okay, We're so just what, waiting what, for what are something we doing? to break? Totally. Right. It's like, it's patchwork. And then what are we going to do with these patients? Because then it, the, the problem just keeps going on the cycle, right? So we know that. And, and I think part of the challenge is we think that when we extract the teeth, that we're removing the source of bacteria. No. But the reality is we're not. We know that these devices absolutely hold bacteria. And even what's more, if you think about the patient population that come in with all different types of non-denture appliances, like retainers, what about your patients that have clear yeah. liners? Uh, Those often devices, become like an afterthought. Like if you think about, we, you know, we really talk about how long you should be brushing your teeth with your either power toothbrush or manual toothbrush, like a minimum of two minutes twice a day. Mm -hmm. um, and so like the the mouth that you go to bed with and then put in your appliance in your night guard, your Holly, your Essex, whatever, is the same mouth you wake up with. So you brush for two minutes in the morning and then you take out your appliance and you throw it in like a cup with some warm water and maybe a dab of a solution of some sort. And maybe. Then you brush it for, maybe. And then you brush it for like 30 seconds and leave it on the counter. But like then what happens is all of the bacteria hardens and it gets stuck in the little oh crevices. So it's How like we're not... We're not How many spending... times do patients come in with that like crusted There's calculus? Like, There's like calculus the on their surface. Stuff. Yeah, the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. So I mean, let's not let's not make everyone gag on their drive to work or drive home or wherever you are. But like the reality is that the time spent on natural tooth structure or even like prosthetics that are retained in the mouth is not the same amount of time that we're brushing or cleaning, debriding, sanitizing, sterilizing, whatever you want to call it the devices that also live in your mouth for sometimes like 10 to 12 hours at a time. Oh, for sure. Um, and I think it's because uh, And then if you think about like what happens to your mouth at night is your salivary flow decreases because your body is in a state of kind of relaxation. So your mouth also may be dry because you're breathing through your mouth at night. You might have a device like something for sleep apnea or a mandibular repositioner that is helping you not snore. And then what happens to the bacteria that's living on those devices? It's going to colonize faster because it's living in this like, you know, dry, neutral zone. So more yeah. of the story 
is that there should be a specific product that's used. I mean, sure, like people are using toothpaste on them, which is bad because toothpaste is abrasive. It's going to create little micro micro abrasions into the devices that will harbor more ba- bad pathogenic bacteria. So I love that Dr. B provided a solution that is specific to these types of of uh, of appliances. Like there's dentricates and uh, appliance kits. There's like a hybrid kit, a really cool looking toothbrush that helps with manual dexterity. It's like an ergonomic brush. So we'll link all of the items below and there's a flyer. Maybe we can try and link this flyer um, that mm-hmm. demonstrates the nine different products that they have and uh, the price point suggested retail. And that's a great thing like to add as a value to your practice to be able, like you don't have to give this away. You can, you can stock it for your patients and then they can buy it straight from the source. So I love this. Dr. B is being interviewed in this episode. He's a hilarious dude. Um, And he talks all about how he went from being a practicing dentist to having to retire without a parade, without a big party. He retired due to an unforeseen circumstance that like made my heart kind of melt a little bit um, as he drank his martini in his fluorescent room and he, uh, he did have shared, a he did. Room, and then he? he shared he shared this lovely story of how he saw a need for the elderly and people with prosthetics and created this amazing product that's ADA approved. So bravo yes. to the Dr. B team. So good. And, and one thing that I do want to share, by the way, Irene, um, and this is a, a little Valentine's Day gift, maybe from the amazing oh, peeps at Dr. Goodness. B Dental Solutions. They have a special promo code. Um, so we, we're going to link that in the show notes. Um, but I just got an email from them. They want to be able to give us the opportunity as, as pr- professionals to actually use the product line ourselves. Uh, We all have like retainers. We all have Mm -hmm. aligners. Like we all have something, right? So use it yourself first. Um, So they've got this really fun promo code. We'll link it in the show notes to go ahead and of course, visit them. Are you ready for this episode? We already know who the who the I'm person super is. Ready. Let's do but it. I think it's we should be great. just let's just do it. No song. We already know what's happening here. We'll catch you all on the flip side. All on the flippity flip. Welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast. Peeps with your peeps, Irene and Katrina. How are you, my ginger fire cracker <laughs> little beautiful little unicorn? You are. How are oh you? Oh my gosh, that's that. You just keep leveling up with your intros every time Irene I'm telling you it is... I've had a rum and coke already so oh, when we good. what so I'm I'm I am well you're down the, at the bottom I'm seeing we're, we're on, me we're on more the last rum and I will there. I will I will sing you a song there piano man <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> well I am so great are you living your best life over there I am living my best life yes you're I'm living running your best low rum on rum coke life. I'm, I'm, I love I'm that. running I'm running a little low low so so, yeah, I will, so I, I will husband. There's a gentleman us. that will prefer well, that. I am so, here. I'm so excited a, we, yes, for yes. you to meet our guest. Okay. Um, I, I want to introduce him because I, do, I don't want his wine to get cold. Uh-oh. <laughs> don't worry. I have a martini <laughs> waiting. <laughs> ah, there you are. Got a martini. He's ready for the party. To I'm start. ready. He's ready to go. He's got one like, of those. I podcasts. have to say, I'm very intrigued <laughs> by the mood lighting in your apartment or yeah, wherever this you is are. Great. We, need to, we need to talk I about the set purple the mood, lights. You know, he's you wanna- like, he's like, <laughs> we got, we got to talk about that after because I, I have a theory. 
I have a theory about people with LED lights in their apartments. Let me tell you about it. I want to hear about it. Can you tell us now? Why wait? Yeah, I want to hear this. What's your theory, Irene? I want you to introduce our guests so that the viewers at home and the people in their cars aren't wondering, like, who is this this mood lighting gentleman with perfect audio that we're interviewing is a source from the amazing Dr. Lauren Berland. I'm so excited to have him on. Um, I've known Dr. Berland for years and his son, JP who works alongside him. They are amazing humans. And one of the things that I really love about Dr. Berlin is that like, when you actually talk to him, he's been everywhere and he kind of knows everybody in dentistry, which is very cool. But one of the other things that I really love about him is that he solves a problem that I hate as a dental hygienist. So Irene, um, do you Uh-oh. ever feel like you know, when a patient, when a patient comes in, I don't know if it's like this in Canada, Dr. Yes. B, Irene is in Canada, yes. <laughs> but when a patient comes in with a denture, like a full upper denture oh, or yeah. partial denture, there's like the, the denture cleaning juice that everybody uses in the practice, you know, and it you put it in like- It smells like the... Varsol. Like it Thank smells you. literally like turpentine, like It is gross. Thinner. Yes. Yeah. And then you put, so you put the denture in the thing, in the bag, and then you close it up, put another bag, whatever. You put it in the ultrasonic thing, and then it shimmies or whatever, and then you clean like the remaining teeth the patient has, and then you go to get the denture, and it like, it, it grosses- me out. Like I've always been so grossed out by then giving the patient the denture back and it smells, it's just ick, right? So I met Dr. B and he's got this really awesome line of denture and um, oral device cleansing products, not just for dentures. I I believe it started that way, but he's got a really great line of products. And so we got to connecting because I was like, oh my gosh, like it grosses me out to clean patients' dentures and have them smell gross. And of course, working in a perio practice, we work with a lot of like all on four and what do you tell the patient on like what to brush, you know, this and that. So at any rate, I started working with him and he's got a really cool line of products and turns out he's just a really cool guy and I really enjoy him. So I'm super excited to have him on the pod. Welcome, Dr. B, to the podcast. Well, welcome. Uh, I mean, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is Absolutely. fun. So I, as I as we introduced you and you tell me this, like, okay, so what you'll have to know is one of two things. When Katrina brings on a guest that I've never met before, I don't do any research because I want to get to know the person face-to-face. Otherwise, it would just be like a, a storm of me Googling and searching and Instagram and websites. So I, I, I want to know so much about you, about your where, it, where this concept came from, how you brought it to life. I want to know about like the R&D and the research and the science behind it. But I, before we get into that, I'm literally logging into my Patterson account from my office and I'm typing in denture cleaning solution because I have that stuff. And I have no freaking clue what is even in it. Do you even yeah. know what's in that big jug with the pump bottle? What is that? Is it formaldehyde? Because oh, it smells I don't know. Like I'm getting it. a chill just thinking about it, Irene. I don't, I don't know. It's so gross. Does anybody know? Well, I can Google it. I don't it. know. I, 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 I can <laughs> Google It's going to be a bunch of words you can't pronounce. It's, it's, it's been be a while. Um, well, you know, the whole thing to prevent that problem is if they would just clean and maintain their dentures properly uh, on a daily mm-hmm. basis. And that's one of the reasons why I came up with uh, Dr. B Dental Solutions. And it's not just the grossness and the odor. 
I mean, those are all signs of really deadly pathogens. Um, Generally, I mean, it's been proven that after six months, 80% of the dentures and probably airway appliances while we're at, and and probably to a lesser degree, um, retainers and aligners, but but particularly airway devices and dentures, and especially over dentures, they um, they all are infected, or they've been colonized by candida and staph and strep, and actinomyces E. coli, and these people are just constantly uh, infecting themselves by putting in these these uh, infected appliances. And if they if they would clean them on a regularly basis uh, with our products, they would eliminate the odor as well as the pathogens and all that grossness. I mean, denture mm-hmm. breath is just plain gross. And it's mm-hmm. very satisfying when people tell me, wow, you know, my dentures are like new, uh, no more denture breath, also no more dry mouth because our products treat dry mouth. But there's a whole other side of it. Did you know that denture wearers are twice as likely to have thrush or pneumonia? Yes. And if they sleep in them, they're four times as likely. And, you know, generally speaking, these denture wearers, I mean, denture wearers are getting younger every year. Contrary to mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. dentists have said, denture wearers are getting younger and there's more of them every single year. And yes, of course, you know, the aging population, there's more of them than dentures, but younger, first time denture wearers are younger. Well, they, they have comorbidities, the older ones. And mm-hmm. God knows how many people are suffering and even dying from thrush and pneumonia, and people don't think it's their dentures. You know, even way back, think about this. Before Mm -hmm. antibiotics, or even before antibiotics, before anesthetic, I'll bet toothaches, broken teeth, infected teeth, probably killed more people than any other cause in the history of mankind. Because if you broke a tooth, you had an infection, something happened, you didn't have anesthetic. You know, <laughs> there weren't antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Eventually, those things would rot or you'd have them pulled in a botched infected surgery and the infection would spread. There it is in your mouth. It's the entry to your entire body. It's the entry to your soul. So, you know, what I'm saying is when I was coming up with these products, I didn't quite realize that I wasn't just cleaning dentures. I was actually Saving lives. Saving lives. You know, when when I launched the products uh, because of the first denture products to get the ADA seal of acceptance, which is incredible. When you think that Big Pharma makes denture products that we all know, and they all make toothpaste, toothbrushes, mouth rinses, all their other products have the ADA seal, but not their denture products. Well, I know why, but that's a long story. Um, But... <clears throat> what I was, <laughs> I lost, okay. I lost track of it. What I was saying is they did a big article about me and I heard from a dentist in New Mexico whose mom had terrible stomach infections and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And she flew her mom to the Mayo Clinic in Minneapolis and they traced 
Her infection in her stomach was a thrush infection, and they traced it to her denture. And, oh. and you know, this, this, her daughter was a dentist and flew her there, and she didn't know. Oh. And I also heard from a dentist in Seattle who told me that when he read that article, it reminded me, him of his dad who died 30 years ago with pneumonia, and he always thought it might have been from his dirty old dentures. Because the guy died while okay. he was still in dental school. So pause. For Sorry, a I get very excited. About <laughs> no, this is, no. Yeah, this okay, is, this I need to. I need stuff. to add yeah. to this because as you were talking, and I was very much listening to everything that you were saying. I logged into my my distributor's website and I found the jug of stuff that we use, and I pulled up the um, the what is this called here? The um, the SDS sheet for it, which is thirty six pages long. So mm-hmm. the main ingredient in that tartar and stain removal clear one gallon jug that we all have, right? The one that we keep under the sink in the in the lab, even though we're not supposed to keep it under the sink in the lab because of you know whatever. So do you want to do you want to know what the main ingredient in it in it is? Sure. Is is a form of acid called? I've never even list, heard of this before. It's called sul. Oh, never mind. Wait. Sulfuric acid. Oh, sulfuric I've never heard of that acid. before. Have no, you have you heard of sulfuric acid yeah, before? Yeah, it's very caustic. Oh, yeah. That's why this is not this is why this is not an over-the-counter take-home product. Right. So so I'm I'm reading this, and the main ingredient in this is sulfuric acid. And of the 40, how many pages here? 42 pages, most of them are basically just saying how corrosive it is. And like it says. If if comes in contact with skin or mucosa, rinse furiously for 15 minutes. Obtain medical attention if irritation continues. Immediately flush all skin with plenty of water and soap. So we're like soaking this denture mm-hmm. or appliance in literally sulfuric acid for 40 to 50 minutes, however long mm-hmm. they're in the chair. We're like rinsing it out very quickly and even even more quickly if the patient's at the front desk and we've forgotten to give it back to them how many times yeah. have you done that you're like that oh no there was a denture <laughs> and like the, yeah. patient, the patient comes back two hours later and it's still sitting there in freaking sulfuric acid <laughs> so when i googled sulfuric acid which we all we all know like uh, it says um soluble in water with release of heat it is corrosive to metals and tissue it will char wood and most other organic material on contact but it will be unlikely to cause a fire oh that's good nice. that's, that's i was really, concerned about the, the, the corrosiveness of the, the fire situation yeah. um yeah it and, and that's the and thing it's, like it's listed can... as odor sweet no no <laughs> disagree <laughs> Agree to disagree. Wait, what? That's sweet? <laughs> I think I have a problem. I think my nose is off. No, my nose that's is broken. That's the thing. Like, we don't even know half the time the products that we're using uh, on our patients or on devices that are going to go in our patient. So I, I love, 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 love this. But Dr. B, you are here on the Tooth or Dare podcast, and we're super excited to learn about you and the passion that you have around serving patients, particularly those who are wearing oral devices. But Irene um, likes to get to know the person yeah, behind the I need to story. Know you. We need so, to know the vibe check. We got to get the vibe check. We got to we got to get the vibe check. We got to okay. get the vibe check. So I I want to know about you. I want to know about pre doctor. I want to know like 
Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Were you in the band? Like, how far back can we go? Can we go back to elementary school, kindergarten? You like, can go back as far as you want. Did you, did you play an instrument? Want. Like, what was your favorite stuffed animal as a child? And like, were <laughs> did you, you have were a you, baby? <laughs> were you the cool kid or were you the nerd? I in was a loser. Like, I want to. I want. I want to go back. Take me back. How far back do you want to go? Uh, well, first, before I forget, I just want to say that you can't use sulfuric acid on a regular basis on your denture. Frankly, you probably shouldn't, especially after your description, because you're ditching. You're creating. You're actually micro etching that micro. denture. And that is going to allow for even more colonization of bacteria and fungi in the future. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. anyway, enough with that. (laughs) So I grew up in Chicago. More of that for sure. Chicago. Are you a Cubs fan? I used to work at all or of the socks, socks or Cubs. Which I, one? I'm actually not a sports fan at all. However, I did oh. work at almost all of the ball games in Chicago. That meant I worked at the Cubs at Wrigley Field, Comiskey Park. Mm. I worked at Soldiers Field. I worked. I worked everywhere. The Bulls. I used to sell beer. I started out selling peanuts. I was one of those beer vendors selling beer. Nuts. Get your nuts. It was. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Great time, great exercise. <laughs> so good. So, um, so tell us a little bit about your your. You'll drink to that, okay? Drink I like it. That. I like it. Let's all let's all drink to peanuts at the at Wrigley Field. Um, so tell us a little bit about your upbringing and um, and you know where you grew up and and who you would be if we had met Doctor B in high school. Uh, well. I didn't expect this. <laughs> I grew up in. We a, like to keep people on their toes. We, we, we're here to keep you on your toes, Doctor B. I, I be provocative. You definitely have kept me on my toes. I kept. I grew, I grew up in. Uh, a, went to high school in a suburb of Chicago uh, called Skokie, Illinois, and um, had a great time growing up. Uh, I come from a family of denture wearers, which probably had something to do with my interest in denture wearers. Uh, you know, everybody had dentures except for my grandmother. She had a couple of teeth and a partial denture, and she was very proud of her teeth because she was the only one who had teeth. So, and she always said, you know, if you were a dentist, I'd have all my teeth. So hmm. uh, when I wasn't working at the ball games, when before I graduated to selling beer, I had to be a certain age, I... Uh, and that's where the money was. I also started mm-hmm. working in a dental lab that was a couple blocks from my high school. And from there, I graduated. Well, I didn't graduate, but one of our clients um, hired me to become like his personal dentist, denture chef, where I would be there at the wax try-ins and everything. And that's when I really fell in love with dentistry. I mean, he um, he really taught me a lot. He taught me that, you know, a denture, a successful denture is made at the wax try-in. It's all about the wax try-in. He said, you know, a good-looking denture always feels better. So, and it always <laughs> fits better. Denture. So he really got me into the whole cosmetic thing of uh, dentures. And just dentures itself is the ultimate pa- plastic surgery. I mean, basically, they are yeah. pieces of plastic. And what changes a person's appearance more than if they're edentulous and you pop in some teeth or even if they're missing some teeth. I mean, which I think, you know, the emphasis on social media and aesthetics and vanity and looks 
I think that's why denture wearers are getting younger every year. Because people can't get a date, let alone get a job. people making dentures sexy? Is that what this is? Well, I wouldn't say... I, I would say dentures are making people sexy. Not people oh. are making dentures sexy. That, like, is the, I, that is the title of this episode. I like that. Just saying. Making, I, I like that. people sexy. But no, dude, I mean, truly. I like that. If you're not, if you're not a dental person, can you even really tell that a person is wearing a denture or not? Right? Like that's that's the whole thing. And you can tell. No, what I mean, I I said if you're not a dental person, can Ooh. you really tell? And fun fact: women in like the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s, aesthetically, they would like like women get their like boobs done today. Women in the 1920s, 30s, 40s would get full mouth extractions and dentures because they really? didn't have orthodontia like they do today mm. where you could straighten your teeth. So that's so how they women would, just would pull their, their teeth. teeth out and give them dentures and be like, yes, now I'm beautiful. Because that's how you would increase the dowry that your father would pay for a man to marry you. Hold on a second. Have- Wait, can we just dissect this? I'm yeah. going to pull all of my teeth out. I'm yep. going to wear a denture yep. so my daddy can pay more money to some dude who will take me off of his hands. And right. now I have no but teeth. You no, I thought the guy, I thought the guy paid the dowry. No, the dad pays the dowry. But that doesn't make does. sense. You'd think he'd pay dad, less like, if he had teeth. My dowry. No. So the, the idea being the dad pays the dowry and the right. more attractive that your daughter is, right? The, the, the easier it is to marry her off. So why do you have to pay right? more? Well, it depends. Well, you're so also paying for who the shooter suing. is. That's right. Yeah, you're you're paying for the value that she right. brings to a marriage. Ah, well, you know, it's so I mean, interesting. Can, that's go ahead. So no, she's I'm, she's I'm, attractive if she I'm has blown. straight slash no teeth that she can take in and out in the 1920s. Cool. So. There you have it. Dentures make people sexy and have better dogs. <laughs> yes. No, you know, that is so true. Um, you know, I wrote a really a, a groundbreaking book over 20 years ago. Uh, it was called the Lauren Library Smile Guide, and it was put in digital versions. We were like the first cosmetic imaging system out there and it's it's now available for everybody for free on my website denturewearers.com under a section choose your smile and it has all these different um shapes and length combinations of the six front teeth so that people can choose their smile and i did it originally with porcelain veneers because that was the rage 20 years ago but Mm -hmm. i developed the whole smile guide system through dentures. In fact, everything I learned about cosmetic dentistry, I learned 50 years ago when I started working with, no, I didn't learn it 50 years ago. I started learning 50 years ago when I started doing dentures. And when I really started thinking about smile design, what happened, it was in the early 90s. Now you guys weren't even born, but in the early 90s, that's when bleaching started. Uh we're, we're, was, we're actually, was, we're, we're 90s, 80s kids. Babies. Yeah, we're okay. 80s, 80s babies. Yeah, we're 80s babies. We're 90s kids. So. Yep, yep. Yeah. But you don't really. We, we did the Lunchables thing. We had the slap on bracelets. We had the Tamagotchis. We had the jellies. We remember those days. Mm-hmm. Yep, we sure yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. 
but you didn't remember we, when bleaching. Gracefully, though. But you, <laughs> He's like, you, okay. You so what you're saying is we look really great. You're for looking, what you're saying uh, is incredible. my dentures make you're me sexy. <laughs> it's no sexy dentures. So uh, no, I know. But anyway, I when bleaching came out, it was it it created a huge rage, and because before that nobody could whiten your teeth, and if somebody had even mm. an A one, it was crazy. And they were mm -hmm. they didn't even have whitening toothpaste. And I started seeing in Dallas, I saw somebody who was, you know, a Neiman Marcus best dressed woman of the year. She made an appointment and I was like all excited, you know, because I was like I was the first uh, accredited dentist in the cosmetic in the Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, first fellow at oh. the time. I was the first fellow when bleaching came out. And so she found me. And she came to see me to whiten her teeth, but she had dentures. And I said, you know, and, and they were 20 year old dentures. And this is a lady who would spend at the time, 10, $20,000 on couture, on a dress that she didn't even think about. Mm -hmm. Money wasn't an issue. And I said, you know, I can't really whiten your teeth. I can get the stain off because they're 20 years old. She hadn't seen a dentist in 20 years. And mm -hmm. what she explained to me, is she grew up in West Texas where there was a lot of fluorosis and the teeth mm -hmm. were all mottled, brownish and colorish and different shaped. And anyway, it was a rite of passage for the well-to-do to get their teeth, as you were saying, women have their teeth removed and have a denture made. And so when I, I said, I can't really, you know, I mean, the teeth are worn down. I can make a new denture. And I think we, you know, we went to B1 because that might have been the ble the whitest shade then. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and now, you know, we're like six shades lighter than that. And I talked to her about doing implants because I had a periodontist in the office. She wasn't interested. She said, no, I just want whiter teeth. So then we started designing her smile. And then we made her a pair of dentures. She was very happy. And I started seeing more girls, well, more women from West Texas that were her friends, either living in Dallas or, you know, still living in Odessa or Abilene. And they would come in and I would make them new dentures. And I always suggested implant-supported dentures. And, you know, everybody thinks, oh, everybody would want implants. Nobody wants dentures. Dentures are for poor people, poor, uneducated. These women were educated. They were mm -hmm. wealthy. And they just wanted prettier smiles. They didn't really want surgery. They were happy with their dentures. And, you know, like I said, I think there were like 10, 12, 13 of these women that I saw over a two-year period. And maybe five of them went for implants. And the rest mm -hmm. just wanted new dentures. And that was how I, I did the smile story design book. with that. Mm -hmm. So I have a funny story that, like, I didn't realize it until what you just said about the wealthy woman who wears couture but has a denture and doesn't see it as like, you know, being anything less than what she is. So I had a patient that I worked with in a previous practice who had four different sets of dentures, none of which really fit her perfectly, but they were all different shapes and sizes. Like so, wigs. Like wigs. Yes. Like you could wear like one so like she would, today. I'm right. And none of, I think, you know, your ridge changes and your mm -hmm. mouth changes. So the denture that you have, and I don't know, I remember my grandmother had the same denture for like 
25 years because she had lost so much bone that mm-hmm. nothing really worked. And it was like the final denture that she may she rest in peace was buried with. Um, but this woman had four different sets of dentures and they were all different. Some of the teeth were pointier, she would say some of them were wider, some, and mm. one was like the comfortable one that she would wear more often. But it, it, is that a thing or is it just this woman that she had way too much money to blow that she just had a variety of different upper dentures that looked different. Like at one point she asked if she could put a jewel in her denture, like in her canine. Uh, oh, is that a thing? Do people do that in dentures? Pe- people do that on their teeth. Right. Do they do that like in you dentures can, though? You can, um, in fact, I think people have like a, like a side gig at the mall where you can get like the little jewel there. <laughs> I don't know right. right now if they're doing side gigs in the mall. In the mall. Like I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't even I don't think malls think are a thing anymore. I don't think that they're doing side gigs in a mall. But I'd be interested, Doctor Berlin. Did you hear? Did you hear what I said about my lady with the with the the affluent woman with the four dentures? Yes, uh, we got a little disconnected. That, that's okay. Is that is that a thing? Are people doing that these days? Uh, they will be doing it more and more uh, in the future. I think, uh, because right now it's kind of difficult. Whenever I made a set of dentures for people in the old days, well, the new days without digital dentures, I would always pitch it at the beginning that we can make them a second set at half the price when we start processing. But you have to tell me at the processing, because Mm -hmm. after that, we pretty much got to start all over. And, um, tell, tell me more about that. Hold on. Pause. Tell me more about why at 50%, what's the workflow behind it that makes you be able to reduce your lab fees by 50%. How does that work? Well, it wasn't the lab fee so much, uh, as much as all of the time getting to the lab free, you know, Got it. the, the yeah. processing and then, you know, but it was still done by hand. It wouldn't be exact, but it would be really, really close. And it was a spare. And it seemed like everybody who didn't do it, they always needed a spare. Right. But now with digital dentures, it's fantastic. And because they can store all the information in a file and they can design different teeth. I remember like somebody, uh, you know, we did that. I remember in particular who was a guy who was a friend. He had a denture. Or he had an immediate, we had to do an immediate denture and he had one of these gold rim teeth. This is back in the eighties. And you still see those. Yeah. And he wanted, when we were doing the immediate, he said, look, you know, people are going to think I'm weird if I don't have this gold tooth. And, but I don't really want the gold tooth. I said, well, why don't I just make it two? One with the gold tooth and one without. And I mean, he was thrilled <laughs> to have two. His old friends, he had the gold tooth. His new friends, he didn't. And now, I mean, people could have like their church teeth, you know, not so white, you know, kind of one of the middle. Teeth? Can, What's yeah. that? Church What's a church? <laughs> What's a church tooth? I'm like loving this, by the way. Uh, I feel like what are church and then, teeth? Well, then they can have their sexy teeth, you know, long and sexy teeth. I feel like if Moira was a church could tooth? have dentures, she would have a denture wall, and she would she would have. Her church teeth. She would have her jazzy gals. Why teeth. not? Just you know like shoes like- <laughs> and like wigs. Why Irene. not? 
Are church Might teeth well. sexier than like no like like, like party teeth? Like, do we I'm have like green? Like, which ones are the are church teeth? Just like you know, the perfect little chiclety looking like mine. Like all flat no, all the way not, across. They're not to distract. They're not to you know what I mean. They're just those very... are church teeth. But then the party teeth are the ones with the pointy canines because those are like vampire and the bright white sexy. teeth and maybe maybe a little jewel. Got it. Yeah, okay. who knows? Good to know. Okay, good to know. This, okay, let's, things. let's talk about how you decided and why you decided to start your own line of products that are safe to be used on removable prosthesis. How, where did that come from? What year did that happen? And, and tell me about kind of the development and progression and where you are today with your, I mean, you've got a variety of products. You've got pastes, you've got boxes that clean them, you've got cleaning wipes and tablets and 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 by lions, the way, wait, lions wait, 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 wait. and tigers and before, bears, oh my! Like you got a ton shared, of stuff. Before he shares yeah. about the products, I do want to say the okay. wipes I actually carry with me because do you ever get um, purple red wine teeth, Irene? No. I knew you were going to say okay. that. <laughs> I've heard that a lot. Remember, like <clears throat> where you get like the the purple stain on your teeth from like drinking all yeah. that red wine, right? So. Yeah. The wipes are amazing for that. So if you, if, and some people do get, some people have a more like pervasive acquired pellicle or whatever it is where it's like, I don't know what it is. I drink red wine and it just sticks to my teeth. I bring the wipes with me and the wipes are amazing for wiping off your teeth when you have that red wine stain. So really? just a little, a little tea up out there. I, I've heard yeah. that with uh, cigars, um, Cuban mm-hmm. espresso, um, Yes. What, but what I've really heard is people love the wipes to clean their dog's teeth, and I've used it, and it I, works yes, amazing. Amazing. Really? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a yes. bonding experience, too. It's a bonding experience. <laughs> we even got an Lou, email. get over here. Let's clean your no, teeth. Oh. I mean, I brush, I brush Lou's teeth, I'd say, maybe two times Lou? a week. Lose my poodle. Lose That's my nickname growing my... up. Lou, Lou, little Lou, lose my poodle. He, he's, he's an, he's an old man in a young body, um, but he gets his teeth brushed frequently. That's interesting. Tell me, tell me about, tell me about your, your stuff. What, when, what year did it start? And then how did you, how did you do it? Well, I started thinking about it really, uh, well, fifty years ago when I started working in dentures. Um, I didn't really think about it, but I mean, I was thinking, gosh, there's stuff that, you know, people need. And I really started getting serious about it, like in around 1999. Uh, You know, I don't, I mean, I thought of these products, but you really can say that they popped out of my patients' mouths because, you know, I was always listening to my patients and, you know, they're they're the ones who really know. They're the denture wearers. Mm -hmm. And they came up with the ideas for all these products. And all I did was translate them and make them work. And so the first product I wanted to, I started working on was a denture adhesive. Because back in 99, I knew that denture adhesives had a lot of zinc. And zinc was important because they all had the same copolymer. And the copolymer was essential the zinc was essential for the copolymer to stick, to make the denture stick. Mm. But too much zinc is a bad thing. And when you keep it in the oral mucosa, which absorbs it much faster than the gut, uh, it was causing 
neuropathy, Alzheimer's, um, senility. And that's why there's the stereotype of the denture wearer being this doddering old person, you know, Mm. And and it was true. So what you're saying, sorry to interrupt, Doctor B, but so what you're saying is that the medicaments that we were te- not medicament, but the products that we were telling our patients to use for their dentures were actually amplifying their systemic disease. Uh, well, uh, yeah, you could say that exactly because what happened was in 2010, the FDA mandated that all the denture adhesives either remove the zinc from the adhesive or at least reduce it and put a warning on it. And Polygrip took out the zinc, but they didn't change the copolymer. And Fixident reduced the zinc and they put a warning on it. And as a result, without changing the copolymer, the the adhesives didn't work as well as they did before. And denture wearers noticed it. I mean, if you talk to an old-time denture wearer, they'll tell you denture adhesives don't work like they used to. But if you talk to a dentist, they'll say, well, the denture adhesive doesn't work because, you know, your ridges have gone down. You need a new denture. You need implants. And all of that is true. But the fact is the denture adhesives did not work like they used to. So back 10 years before the FDA started, I started working on a new copolymer for the denture adhesive. And then, I, you know, everything I did, we had all these questionnaires. I would test them out with my patients and they would go through several level, stages of development. And then, you know, when we got something that stick, you know, we'd always ask, what can we do to improve it? And they said, well, can you make it easy to clean up? Can you help my dry mouth? So then we added moisturizers and things like that. Then the next step was, hey, how come there's not a paste that I could use on my denture and on my gums and my implants? And so I started working on clean and end paste. Then they asked, you know, how about on the go? So then it was clean and end wipes, which turned out to be really great for all on four patients to clean around the edges and for, you know, red wine drinkers and, and dogs everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> and then, you know, the breakthrough, we had to come up with a, a denture brush, a, a brush for denture wearers, which is actually, you don't have to be toothless to love clean it and paste or our brush. Uh, but, you know, the, how long have you been giving away those stupid denture brushes? They're only good to clean out the grout in your bathroom. Nobody can use mm-hmm. it on their denture and, or in their mouth. But it was just it was a dogma. You gave it out with a denture because you had to do something. And then, you know, every study, they prove that all those tablets and powders do not work. They don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just barely deodorize. And I knew about, you know, pathogens like candida strep, staph. I said, we got to have a soap cleanser that kills them. That's non-caustic. That, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. harm them with no chlorine. And that was the liquid crystal. And then, you know, everybody's seen those old sonic cleaners. I wanted to get a good one, one that would fit two arches at a time, not just for dentures, but for airway devices and um, a timer. And back to mm-hmm. liquid crisp, to, son- to cleaning agents. Do you know, you're not supposed to use polydent or fixident cleaners on on overdentures, and I do a lot of overdentures, or I did a lot of overdentures, and those are the people who really got them clean. But 
had to keep them clean, but anything that fizz would cause the rings to deteriorate. So anyway, that's how I got into it. But it was, it was a, when I started in 1999, I really didn't have the products till 2015. And then I got the ADA seal of approval, but I didn't launch anything until after I was disabled in a bicycle accident and couldn't practice anymore. I, we launched our Wait, first what? product. How did we skip over that whole part? When I asked about you and your previous stuff, like we, we, we went all the way to overdentures. You, you went all the way over the bicycle accident to overdentures. What happened? Well, um, you know, I started working on these products in 99 and I pretty much had them pretty much complete by 2015. And so okay. I, I went ahead, I got FDA approval and then I went a step ahead because, you know, I told you big pharma, none of their denture products had the ADA seal of acceptance, which was weird because all their other products did. Um, I know why, but I don't want to get into all that now. So I went for the ADA seal, which was quite an ordeal. And, but then I was, I was very busy. I loved practicing. I was practicing all the time. And it was always on the back of my mind. One of these days, I'm going to, you know, sell my practice and focus on this. I would think about it when I bike, when I, I would ride a bike like every morning, like five or 10 miles. And I would think about it. But I, then I'd go, oh, to, I've got big cases today, tomorrow, and I'd forget about it. Well, in July of 2016, I had already had the products and I was just giving them out to my patients uh, for a year and a half. I had a bad bike accident. I broke my left hand in a bunch of places, my knee, my back. Didn't break my back, but I hurt it pretty bad. And, you know, I knew that day it was over. I mean, I, <laughs> the doctor said, hey, I wouldn't let you do that in my mouth you know, right now. So, you know, I'd sell my practice and I had to recover. There were some, uh, there were some, a bunch of complications I don't want to go into. Um, and then once I was, you know, working again, so to speak, I said, it's time for me to bring these products to market. Um, and then my son, JP, he was working on wall street. Uh, he quit his job. And we became partners and we launched the first mm -hmm. product in 2018 and our sixth product last year. That's so cool. That your, story, your story, aside from your accident, which I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Actually, just like it, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, but it's like, a, it's a, it's a devastating way to go out when you've worked so hard. Like we all envision what retirement will look like. There's a cake, there's a balloon, mm -hmm. there's like a fucking parade. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. like I the want thing. fireworks. Like when I retire and sell my practice, I want Patterson Dental and every distributor I've ever worked for to like put their money together and fireworks should happen. Like that you is understand what I understand this means that I have to be the one to plan all of this is what's happening right, right Like now. that is what yeah. I envision yeah. when I mm -hmm. retire. Mm -hmm. Like there yeah. will be tears. There will be cards. There might be like a freaking owl from Harry Potter that like descends upon me and brings me a, a, a love note. Like that is what I, so I am so sorry that you didn't get your fireworks. Like you deserve to get your fireworks. You know, when you put it that way, it's true. I mean, I was really depressed 
for a long time. And, mm -hmm. and then I had some other medical issues too at the same time. And I, I, I was really depressed because I really loved practicing and I loved my patients. Yeah. I loved my practice. And that's why I never did anything with these products because I was just too busy doing my thing. And, mm -hmm. but I do think that my destiny, my mission in life really was to help these denture wearers. And if, you know, I didn't retire, I kind of like, I was forced out and there was, it was not, there was no celebration for me. It was like, it was sad. I mean, I didn't really want to leave, <laughs> but had I not had that accident, I don't know if I ever would have retired. I think I would have probably stayed practicing until I couldn't practice anymore. So that's why I'm saying it really was a blessing in disguise. Because I was just, you know, a dentist, as you know, I mean, they're just so busy all day long. They really never think about the future. It's hard. They're thinking by the minute, by the hour, by the appointment. It's Everything is chopped up. And yeah, yeah so I, I, I don't know if I ever would have retired. But it was a oh, sad I, time I, I in my think, life. Think, it was. I think it's, I mean, this, we talk about this thing called the silver lining that not many of us get to see. And when you do see it, it's, you know, far into when the silver lining had happened. So perhaps like in the, the, I don't want to call it bad luck because, you know, luck is, it is what it is, but I feel like. Luck is everything. In, <laughs> yeah. Like in, in the luck of what happened to luck. you. How, <laughs> Yeah, here's to luck. It sounds like Good it sounds luck. like you were uh, <laughs> yeah, you were able to make a wonderful uh thing out of something that wasn't perhaps so wonderful and you're inadvertently helping so many people by sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, the research, the science, the resources and money that you've put into this project that has now turned into like an amazing company. Um so I think that, you know, that's something to celebrate definitely. And I, I mean, I, I'd love to learn more about your project. Unfortunately, we're at the end of our of our time together, but perhaps we'll do a part two <laughs> I hope at some so. point. Yes, yeah, it's time. I'm not even done. <laughs> I know, I know. You're, you're. I've been. I, well, I've been pacing myself. I didn't want to start Isn't slurring it? my words like like usual. <laughs> like usual well, our time. listeners are used to that yeah. oh okay time. and tis and time. Uh, tis time and and we i mean we are called the tooth or dirt podcast for a reason yeah you gotta you gotta chug that that's right at the end of i at have the to end say of every i have podcast, never had a podcast like this oh just wait there's more there's oh, one but, but more there's, there's more. one more thing so we at the end of every for you dr yeah, b surprise. here it is irene at the end of every episode, Katrina and I do a rock, paper, scissors. You know that game, right? Uh, barely. Yes. <laughs> okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Uh, and the loser goes up against you to ask a tooth or a dare. A tooth is like a truth. So we're basically playing truth or dare. And uh, it is up against whomever the loser is. So let's just, you know, warm up our fingers and let's, let's do the thing, Katrina. You ready to do the thing? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. So a dare, and if you get a if if so what happens is from the winner, one of us goes up against you and you decide if you dish out or accept. You're doing that, you're doing the thing too soon. We gotta do the rock, paper, scissors oh, okay. first. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. 
Let me do let me do my flow. We got it. Ready? Okay. Are you ready, Katrina? Okay. I'm ready. All right. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoe. shoe. Oh my gosh. What? We're tied. Ready? One more time. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. I read. Again. Okay, now we're just too aligned. Rock. Rock, paper, paper scissors, shoot. Shoot. Oh, she beat me. I beat you. I beat you. Okay, so it's against you and Dr. B. Dr. B, would you like to accept a tooth, which means you answer a very steamy question right now, or would you like to do a dare? If you do a dare or if you dish out a dare to Katrina, something's going to get filmed and it's going to go up on social media. But I think the most important question, you can think about it for a second, is would you like to accept or a dish? While you think about that, the rest of you need to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genus. And of course, you can follow Dr. B at Dr. B Dental Solutions on Instagram. And he's got a link in his bio where you can purchase all of these amazing products, find out more about what he's doing, his website, all, all of those wonderful things. There's like a really cool resource about critical links to dentures and oral appliances with COVID. So lots of cool stuff uh, on that Instagram account. So Dr. B, what are you going to do? Are you accepting or are you dishing? I'll accept. First question. Accept. You can accept. Ooh. Okay. Oh, no. Would you Did like, I make a mistake? Would you like can I retract? truth? <laughs> no. Too late. Truth or dare? Let's go for the you truth. You do a dare. Do a dare? Oh, okay, I'll go for the dare. Whatever. <laughs> Do the truth. Do the truth. Do the truth. He's that was his instinct. Do the truth. All right. For a truth, a tooth, a truth. Tell us your most awkward patient care experience ever. <laughs> My most awkward. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, there were quite a few. I don't know if I could share oh, perfect. them. <laughs> Pick one. The I want to hear, I hear one. the most awkward, uncomfortable one. The weirdest yeah. one. One where you said to your assistant, get me out of here. Get out of here. Get that patient get out of here. Get me out of here now. Oh, you know, <laughs> gosh, I could say some, but I, I think they'd be censored. <laughs> no, there's no censorship. We're, there's we're no an censorship. Explicit, we're an explicit pot. I dropped an F-bomb earlier. Yeah. What do you think yeah. this is? What are we, Amateurs? It's not amateur hour. Do it. Oh, no. I can't, I can't say that one. I'll have to come up with something else. The one is you, just You chose hard. truth. You're, 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 you're destined to tell us this. You have to. Oh, gosh. You can do it. I have faith in you. <laughs> There's so many Come of on. them, and they're all off color. <laughs> Pick one. Pick anyone. Any one of them. You can do it. I have faith in you. This is going to be amazing. This is going to get the most views. Great. All of the people are going to listen to this. They're all going to share this episode. They're all going to buy your product. So it's for the greater <laughs> good. You can do it. Well, I'll just say that when I was testing out my denture and um, my my Dr. B toothbrush, um, you know. The first oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Yes. Need I, need I, do I have to go any further? You have to say it because this is an audio medium. So people aren't going to know, but I can see your face and I know what your toothbrush looks like. So I can only I'm imagine. I'm holding my, I'm holding. She held my, my brush with its ergonomic yeah. handle and extra soft bristles. Yeah. 
And she Upside says, down. I can't wait till you get an electric version. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that this don't know what it looks like, can you just, can ever. you describe, can you just describe quickly what the no, toothbrush handle looks like? Everybody has to go onto the like. website. You have to go to the website to see what it looks like. <laughs> I can't. I'm dead. I'm so I am dead. Literally, I'm, I'm a dead version of myself. That was the cleanest. That was the cleanest. That was the cleanest version Can of all of the stories I have. Literally, the cleanest <laughs> version. I said Can we electric. get an electric version of your electric. toothbrush? Yes. Because yeah. if there, yeah. there would have been, been a dare, dare, I would have dared, dared you to make an electric version of your brush. It's coming. It's coming. That was amazing. That was amazing. Oh, that's so good. Oh, I love it. Thank oh, you so much, Doctor so B, much. for joining Thank us. You. This is wonderful. Thank you. Let's do oh it again. Gosh. Thank you so much. Oh, I'll share some more stories. <laughs> we want to hear all the stories. <laughs> we yes. need an episode of just Doctor B's Dr. life B experiences. <laughs> Tell us about all of the things people have done in your operatory. Oh, we want wow. to. <laughs> yeah, so good. Thank oh. you so much, Doctor B. Thanks again, everyone, Thank for you. tuning into another very informative episode of the Tooth and Door podcast. And we will catch you all next time. Peace out, peeps. Peace out. <laughs> And we're back on the flippity flip from the flippity flip from the flippity flip with with yes. with a healthier mouth, with a, a cleaner perspective of yes. what we should be doing with our oral hygiene and our uh, evening devices with a clear uh, vision of our futures, because we realize that if Dr. B can do it, we can do it. That's right. That's right. Yes. They're, um, he was a cool dude. He was a really, really cool dude. He's super passionate. Thanks for about hooking that up. People. For sure. Thank yeah, you for hooking that up. He's just, and that's what, like, if you, and you'll, you guys will see him. Like he was at Yankee. Like you guys will see him around at trade shows and stuff. He's actually very well threaded. He was at Yankee. Community. I would have said hi to him. I didn't even know he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So they're, they're just there. He's a good person and he, he really loves supporting the dental community. And he very much believes that dental hygienists are, are the, the key to helping patients get the you know deep level of care and counsel that they need so i i just i really respect him and appreciate so much of what he's doing and it's just so great to work alongside them so please check Amazing. out their products this is like the, the these are the people that are really creating the stuff that we need to get in our patients hands today so check you know them out. it They're check amazing. them out check dr b solutions.com promo code below all of the details below and that's that we will we'll catch you next time peeps mm-hmm. cheers peace out i oh. totally thought you were gonna go in a different direction i totally thought that it was like being used for other purposes that's I amazing no i love it i love it that was perfect Wonderful. oh my gosh Wonderful. that is that's the best tooth we've had I totally thought it was going to say that someone was actually using it as a sex toy. Oh, well. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's someone out there.